Welcome to Drunk Sports, I'm Matt Sheeran. I'm Wes Strange. Uh, we're going to start off talking about how I dominated Wes in a Masters pick of Bubba Watson. I picked the actual leader. Um, and Wes picked a guy who did not make the cut. So, <laughs> between those, if you bet on each of our guys, uh, you would have overall made money. Yeah. Uh, so, so, always listen to our betting advice. I think that's what we learned. Especially on sports we know little to nothing about. <laughs> uh, so, Wes has already paid up his debts. Uh, we're each drinking uh, some Blue Moon. we got a six-pack here we're going to split throughout the podcast. And uh, I hope that uh, goes well. All right. The first thing we're talking about, uh, we're going to go through the all our, each of our choices for the uh, all-NBA teams. We'll do first and second. Once you get to the third team... There's, it's basically a big drop off for me where it could be a bunch of guys who are good, but like, do they deserve not like notoriety for how good they are? Yeah, it gets messy. Mm-hmm. So we were talking a little bit earlier. Um, West doesn't find that many guards, at least beyond that first and second team, that he he would even put in contention for either of these teams. I think there's a couple guys I would I would talk about. We'll see if I have anybody that he disagrees should be on either team. Uh, so actually, on my first team, I end up with uh, two point guards, basically. Look out! Yeah, so I have Chris Paul. Um, I think he he's an uh, he's a top five MVP candidate. Meaning he'll never be close to the MVP, but like he'll get <laughs> he'll get some votes. You get one this year, and then uh, I also have uh, or we'll we'll alternate. So you go with one of your guards. So yeah, my first guard is Steph Curry. All right, I'll, I'll jump in and talk as well with you, because I have Steph Curry as my other guard. Okay. And then I have James Harden. And you have James Harden. Harden. All right, so uh, what made you pick Harden over Paul? You just don't like Paul and you think... Well, the only reason I... usage rate? I didn't think he deserved first team because he's only played like 62 games this year. Right. So I uh, I eliminated him from the first team. But he's been so important. Otherwise, he's the best too. guard in the NBA by far. But just just because it's a just because of the games season. played, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't love James Harden's game. Like all the efficiency stats, love James Harden because he drives and gets fouled, and he'll shoot three. He doesn't shoot that many long twos. He shoots threes or gets oh, to the hole. It's three or nothing. Man. Yeah. So. He's had a good year, though. But, I mean, he's not a great three-point shooter. That's the thing. I just thought there's not a lot of great... I mean, Chris Paul is at the top. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. It gets kind of messy with guards early, I think. Okay. Especially when you start talking about the elite, like... The top, top. Because putting Steph, Steph Curry so on and off, like he's either going to blitz you for 40 points or he might score five. And that's kind of odd I mean, for, only against the Bulls defense. For, yeah. <laughs> for an NBA first-teamer... That's kind of odd. This is this is <laughs> tough. But we both we both had him first team, and I'm guessing it's it's games for you for Curry over Chris Paul, right? Right. Just right. Curry played the whole game. And I would have put Curry ahead of Harden too, mm-hmm. just because I like Curry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough to put him, but I'm gonna put him ahead of Harden because I like Curry splashing from all over. Um, so I'm guessing we're both having the same forwards. Uh, it's pretty obvious. It's the, right. The, the There's top, only, it's only the two top options. The MVP, <laughs> Kevin Durant and, and LeBron James. Uh, they're, they're just the best players in the game. Um, yeah, hands down. 
I mean, even Chris Paul is way below those two, so... Yes, would, would totally agree with that. And then, so center, center is really the only, I think, up for grabs thing on this list. Because it could go to three guys. I mean, Hibbert really shit down his leg lately, so... Tibber's he probably used to be, like, before the All-Star break, he would have been first team. Yeah, he was probably the favorite, right? But um, but I have Joe Kim Noah, and it and it and it might be a little Bulls love, but I think he's earned it with just being the point center for the Bulls, standing on top of the key, averaging like seven assists in the, by, after the All Star break. He's awesome. I it was tough. Mm-hmm. I had Joe Kim Noah at first, mm-hmm. but then I just I had to give it to Howard because he's shooting like he shoots like sixty percent from the field. Yeah, but he's more so, efficient. So does DeAndre Jordan. Does that help? Him? I don't think he's more important to his team, but right. But this is all NBA, like right. So I mean, I just I give it to Howard just based on the fact that he pulls down. He's a better tons rebounder. Of boards. Yeah, he scores more points. Shoots better. Mm-hmm. So I think it came down to me. I'd rather have Joe Kim Noah on defense. I would. Dwight too, well, I would too. Yeah, because he he can do more things. Like old Dwight Howard was better. Right, Defensive yeah. Player of the Year Dwight Howard was much better, but he's not that guy anymore. He can, he's still good defensively. He's just not. Yeah, and he was a pussy even a, back when he was awesome. He's just not super dominant anymore. But now, yeah, he's not. He can't jump out of the gym. But he's like still he he's still the best center in the league. Which the center position, there's not a. It should be three forwards in these teams instead of a center because so there's only like three. Would good neither ones. of these guys make it if it was three forwards for you? No, if it's, not a chance. Okay. Maybe the second team. I don't know. I have to look at the second team, but yeah. definitely not the first team. So we'll uh, we'll talk about the second team. So I have James Harden, who you talked about in the first team. Um, does it mean Chris Paul is just off your list entirely? I put him on the second team. Okay, as the first guard <laughs> because he is the best guard in the league. Right. He just yeah, can't. He can't get first lot, team because he's not. It's not a lot of not to pick enough. from. I mean, once you go from. So who's your second one? I have Chris Paul and Goran Dragic. Dragic, the yeah. dragon. Yep. So the fact that he makes the list, but Dragic has been awesome. He has been awesome. So good, but still, like. And the other thing, so because Pop is a genius, and no, it'll be the first time that someone wins sixty games, or that, or I don't know if it's any team, but I forgot the exact stat. No one on the Spurs is going to average over thirty minutes a game this year. That's awesome. So that's what like Tony Parker probably deserves some spot on here, but he doesn't play enough minutes. Yeah, he doesn't play enough. Yeah, I think he missed quite a few games too. Right, but so did Chris Paul. So did Chris Paul. But Chris Paul is just—he's way more important to the Clippers than Parker is to the Spurs, probably. So what do you like the Dragon nickname for Dragic? For Dragic. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. good one. Unleash the Dragon. Can does someone need to <laughs> do a Rex uh, Grossman like? Spiel about how he's going for the full court pass every time, like uh, <laughs> Grossman going deep. Grossman going deep. That Unleash was the dragon. That was the only play the Bears had that year. <laughs> Go deep and get a flag in the end zone. All right. So, uh, so my forward is uh, Blake Griffin on the second team. Yep. And then um, a guy who I didn't like putting on it, but he just has all the stats, so it's tough to keep him off. Is Kevin Love. Yeah, that's the same two I have. Yeah, it's tough. the forwards are pretty easy. I mean, I don't well, just to... because Kevin Love's like ranked number three in efficiency, like right. in the he league. He has all the stats, but his team's not that good. But then I thought in my head, so the other guy I really wanted to try to fit in was Al Jefferson because he's had a great year. 
He's actually learned to play defense. He's been great on defense. He, he has yeah, had a good year. He's had he's like the fourth best like big man who plays over twenty five minutes a game in defensive win shares. Or or defensive rating, that is. Defense win he's way up in defensive win shares. Right. And so he's been great. He dragged his team to a bad team to his playoffs. So for a while I was like Kevin Love complains about his team, but look at Al Jefferson's team down in Charlotte and what he has to work with. Yeah. Which team would you rather have? But then you look at the the, the win loss records and they're pretty similar. Like I probably Charlotte would, yeah. won more games, but they also get to play more Eastern teams. I wouldn't want to be on either team. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to fit Al Jefferson on it, but Kevin Love is just every single stat you look at, he's at the top of the charts, and you're just like, well, I can't. I can't keep him off. I can't keep him off. I and think so, the other guy I would have tried to fit in was Paul George, but right. since the Pacers fell off, so does he count as a shooting guard? What do, what I think do he's we a count small forward, for, like him and Lance, like because they kind of just alternate. Well, I think Paul George is listed as the small yeah, forward, forward, right? Yeah, I believe so. So, so I was saying, so let's say we count him as a guard for no reason. Does he make it over Goran Dragic? Yes, I would put him in there over. Him. See, but I this is must be recency bias for me. But like, he's not been good in the last forty games. I know he hasn't been nearly as good as he was like the first two months of the like season. He was so hot, but you can't eliminate the. Good. And he's still the most. I think he's the best perimeter defender mm. in the we'll, league. We'll get that. We'll get to that later. Um, for <laughs> sure, foreshadowing. And then uh, we're probably swapping centers here. You have Joe Kim, and I have Dwight. Joe Kim. Uh, just because of the guns. And then Hibbert would be third, but again, he just dropped out. Um, Gasol didn't play enough games, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Jefferson, I think he's listed as the center, so he might be able to make it. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think Dwight and Joakim were... Were one or two, easily. They were the obvious choices. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to the NBA awards. Um so we'll start off with MVP, the the big one. Or do you want to go the bottom down? Do you want to do you want to start with possible awards and move up to? Oh no, yeah, either way, we can do that. Yeah, let's. So we're gonna go uh, down the possible awards line, and then we're gonna move up from the bottom of the actual awards to the most important of MVP. Okay. So we can have have a Durant uh, Lebron debate. Um, so. We'll start off with Keep Getting Them Checks, Player of the Year, sponsored by Jalen Rose, the <laughs> Jalen Rose Academy. Uh, so there was a lot of contenders, but uh, for me, it's Gilbert Arenas, not playing a game and still making Gilbert. $31 million a year or some crazy $11 million a year. So he's not even on a team. He's lived, he lives with uh, Swaggy P in his house. <laughs> Does he really? Yes, there's a, there's a <laughs> vine out that. there where they're playing horse on a little uh, ner- night, uh, nerf hoop. Really? Yes, they're playing. What? It's awesome. It's I an awesome video. So wow. keep getting them checks. Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero, Hibachi. Get it on. Well, Gilbert Arenas. I went with Steve Nash. Oh. Just because he, uh, he had a small comeback, which I was rooting for him. I thought he was going to make uh-huh. it, and then... Uh, well, he got a, he, he got, got enough playing time to pass somebody on the assists. Right, he got his yeah he pass, he got the assist title and then he <laughs> got hurt. <laughs> he's done for the year. So now he and also, he's come back next year. 
Yeah. It could be a two-time winner. You got to. I mean, he also, you know, milked it for a documentary he's doing with uh, Grant Lynn. So that's a dub, That's a twofer. Not only is he not playing, but he's going to film and make money off of his not playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, that, so that's great. Well, hopefully, you know, he might be able to come back next year. They're gonna. They'll probably need a point guard. So, well, they need a lot of things. They do. Well, if they he need can, a lot. If you can get healthy. I mean, if you're Kobe, you retire, right? I would retire. No, dude, Kobe's gonna win this award next year because <laughs> he's gonna get paid. Because tw- he got more money. He's gonna get paid twenty five million <laughs> next year and the following year. I would if I'm a if I'm an athlete with a guaranteed guaranteed contract. I would never ever retire early. I would just be like, no, I'll, I'll try my hardest. I'm trying really hard. There's no way Kobe retires. I'd be like, oh, you're going to pay me $15 million if I try to get back on the field? Yeah, I'm getting back on the field then. What if Kobe feels like cheating again? He's going to have that money in the bank to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, what? any other color diamonds out there? <laughs> it cost $7 million the first time. It's going to cost about twenty five the next time. He's going to have to be like, hey, I bought you the... The, one of the flight on SpaceX you can go to space and back. <laughs> I get you the first seat. Mm-hmm. All right, for our next award, we're going to do sw- the Swaggy P Award for most swag in a single season. So this just means um, who plays with a lot of swag. Uh, swag means a lot of things to a lot of different people. So make it up on your own. It's like most improved player. It could be anybody. Um, I made it so I didn't want to pay Nick Young for this award because you can't win your own award. Right. It's yeah. kind of weird. So I went with um, a former Buck, now Dallas Maverick, Monte Ellis. Monte have it all. He's been great this year. He's He's been actually going to the hoop and not taking step back. He does years. have swag. And uh, did you ever see that video uh, last year? I think it was last year. He said he was comparing himself to Dwayne Wade, and he said, "Me and Dwayne Wade had the same game." You know, there's a couple differences. He's got a couple of rings or whatever, but Dwayne Wade goes to the post. I'm, I'm, I'm the basketball court. We're all the same. I mean, what can I say? Mata have at all. Mata, he is something else, man. Now he's a. He did make a similar speech this year because he has white guy Dirk Nowitzki talking down and saying, "Hey, man." Just go to the hole, drive, make some layups. Whiskey, he'll smack him. I watched 20 minutes of Nate Ellis highlights this year. Today. He's got some good highlights. It was fun. He's fun to watch when you have a losing team. Well, they're not a losing team. And either. he's the only bright spot. Well, the yeah. teams he's played on previously. Yeah. But, um, so I picked, I went through a few people. Mm-hmm. I was going to pick Dragic just because he had such a great year. And then and I moved on to... White man swag. Then I move on to Kyrie... Because he's always breaking ankles out there. He is always breaking ankles. Even when he doesn't ankles. need to. He'll break your Sometimes ankles. His own. And then he'll stay there and break them again. <laughs> but then... Uh, so you give it down, we'll do it. Is that? Should I that forgot? I don't even know how I give it to now. I just I still have Dragic here. <laughs> <laughs> always strong in the research. Um... Uh, so you had Dragic. And we'll come back to my pick. Okay. Somehow I, I lost my pick. So we talked about this earlier. The Swaggy P Award for most swag in the incorrect moment. This uh, comes from celebrating the wrong thing. Uh, 
you just start celebrating or you over celebrate get a tea perhaps like the last second of the game letting the other team win by by two points from two free throws or something like that <laughs> but this one can go to Swaggy P Nick Young because there is a wonderful drift everyone needs to see of him shooting a three turning around celebrating and then the three missing before. and he turns back and, and he turns around shakes and he's like, oh head. shit I missed <laughs> Okay, I remember who I gave it to now. Okay. I was going to give it to J.R. Smith from when he shot 21 threes against the Heat. and He made like 13 of them, but he just kept launching them. Was that his one good game this year? He had a few of them, but he, uh, when he gets hot, man, he just he just fires threes. I mean, you didn't want to give the... When was uh, Chandler Parsons' like crazy three game? You know what I'm talking about? He had like fifteen or something crazy. I don't think out. yeah, but I don't ten threes. In he the probably game. shoots better threes than Jr. Jr. is every shot to heat check. Even if, even if he misses five in a row, heat check. Oh, you know what I was gonna say? Um, what do you think about John Wall for guards? Because you said guards go down. Well, I read a Zach Zach Lowe article. I think it was today or yesterday or something like that. Or or was it the other guy? The guy who does all the charts. You know the heat map charts that Kalen mm-hmm. always does? I forgot who writes them. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Um, John Wall has like the highest percentage of assists for corner threes or something. Like hmm. like 60% of his assists come on like assisting the people on corner threes. Wow. And, uh, he had a good year. Yeah, he had a, he had a good year. Um, He's definitely one of the best point guards in the league. Yeah, so he could have made it for guard. For a top five point guard. Not Dwayne Wade. Would you ever put Dwayne Wade there? For this year, since he yeah. missed 30 games? I think I'd put Mario Chalmers before Dwayne Wade this year. Yeah, no, Wade, <laughs> yeah, he played 50 games. Okay, so we'll move on. Uh, we just, we hinted at it earlier, the best perimeter defender of the year. Paul George. And I have Andre Iguodala, because I think he Iggy. has no help on that team defensively <laughs> at all. That's true. Bogut's out half the time. Then yeah. you have David Lee trying to help you in the posts. You have Stephen Curry's not going to help you anywhere. Curry's, Thompson's not going to help Curry's you Curry's already him and yeah, Curry and Thompson are already thinking about the next shot. Yeah, they're already they're already <laughs> thinking about stopping and popping. But so I think Andre Iguodala is best perimeter defender because he had to do it all without anyone helping him at all. I like Paul George, Paul I think, George. is is a very good defender, but I think the system he in. He's in. Helps him a lot. Where he can depend on Well, he's really the only guy that can guard he LeBron. Can, he can funnel people to Hibbert. Right? And, That's true. And Iguodala can't really do but that. But still, he's he's a lockdown defender, though. Oh, well, I agree. Okay. Usually don't score against Paul. We'll go to the rim protector of the year. Now, I talked shit about him earlier, but it's got to be Hibbert. He's, he's he's the best at protecting the rim, I think. Roy, because that's all he does. Yeah. He doesn't move from the lane. He doesn't move. I hate his pick-and-roll defense, uh, where it's just, uh-oh, Al Jefferson limping. Oh, boy. That's not good for the playoffs. Um, but on pick-and-rolls, he just sits at the free-throw line. He doesn't blitz at all. He just kind of like, yeah, no, cut. Yeah, Shoot that long three. That's why he's good against LeBron, because LeBron doesn't want to pull up for that three. Yeah. So I would love to see, like, how do they defend a pick and roll with like Steph Curry? <laughs> like, would they? Would they just? Would he? He'd have to come out and blitz him, right? A little bit. I would think so. Because yeah, Steph Curry's just going to get torched for fifty. Yeah. So 
He's a great rim protector. I don't like him overall as a defender. But. Yeah, he's really the only... Tr- well, I, you could have put in maybe Anthony Davis just because he had like three blocks a game. But so the thing is... I don't Anthony, think people are scared of Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis kind of leaves his feet too early all, all the time, so you can fake him out. I mean, he'll, he'll get better. He's like a young Dwight where Dwight was just trying to block everything. So he comes out yeah, and tries to challenge, which is fine, but you can pass it around him pretty easily. But, yeah, I agree. So then we'll move to the conventional awards that are actual awards. Uh, rookie of the Year. Uh, this is a terrible rookie class. Um, I have Michael Carter-Williams just kind of, of de facto. I wanted to put Oladipo there, but there's really no reason to do so. Yeah, had Carter-Williams, too. <clears throat> he had, I mean, he had a pretty good year, really. He did. 16 he points, out, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. He started out hot and then slowed down, but oh, yeah, still yeah. had a good year. He had a smoking start to the season. Yep. Now, MC Dub is a bad nickname, right? Right. It's can, not we, good. can we change that somehow? I don't I don't know what would be good for him. Let's think, let's think about it. All right. So we have Coach of the Year, and I basically think this should be like Michael Jordan is prime, where... It's Greg Popovich every year. <laughs> you're just voting for other people because you're like, yeah, well, let's try to make a case for somebody else. Yeah, if you want to have fun with it, you could go with Thibodeau, Thibodeau or Hornacek. Hornacek, but I mean, you can't pick them if they don't make the playoffs. But Pop, anytime you can basically just bench all your players half the game and still win almost like said, every game. Like I said earlier, no one's play, no one's going to play over 30 minutes a game for that team in a whole season. And they were blowing people out. He's impressive. I don't know how he does it, but well, it's mainly he's got a bunch of veterans who don't have egos. So yeah. Plus now he's now he's so he's an aura around him where he's like, no, you're just not going to play that much. So that people won't complain. And he can talk shit to all the reporters, which I laugh at. It's so good. They don't even know it half the time. <laughs> I think they know it. I think they're just trying to not show they, yeah, that they're depressed. I think that the, like, whoever pulls the short straw has to go interview Pop at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually an entertaining category this year. is Sixth Man of the Award. Sixth Man of the Year Award. Um, I went a little homer and went Taj Gibson. Taj. He basically plays starter minutes because no one wants to play Boozer. Ever. Right. Yeah, I gave it to Taj too. All right, I like to hear that. I think um, Chicago's ridiculous by not starting him in yes. place of Boozer. Agreed. So, like, I, I like Taj a lot, and there's a, like a lot of people go Jamal Crawford. I don't understand. It always goes up to heat him up guy who, who just it comes up, comes off J.R. Smith style and just keeps <laughs> popping threes until the coach benches him. That's yeah. all Jamal Crawford does. You can't play There's defense. The, the Jason Terry when the Dallas knocked off the Heat. Like Taj Gibson, actually, he's a pretty good offensive player this year. He has post moves. He he isn't just posterizing the Heat anymore. He has post moves. He can. He's money from that eighteen footer now. Like you can't leave him open at all. He'll hit it all day. Yeah, I agree. And Taj and is, and he's great defensively, especially if he doesn't have to play the center position that Noah's in. Yeah, they can't. Leave, yeah, they have to bench Boozer at the end of the game because mm-hmm. they can't trust him on defense. Yeah, so. Absolutely not. So um, I've been hearing a lot of how most improved is a weird category. 
And uh, I thought for possible awards, we could have done Comeback Player of the Year, but yeah, whatever. Similar. So Most Improved can be anybody, and it's like, should Anthony Davis win this award? Because he improved a lot, but we expected him to because he's a first Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's just like development. It's not like, is it surprising improvement? But that's kind of insulting. We thought you were shit before, but you're actually not too bad. But I went with the eighth grader, Lance Stevenson. Um, He, like all of the Pacers, has cooled off. But um, he's got like Scotty Pippen point forward thing. He's a little too aggressive when trying to get to the hole, <laughs> and he plays a little too much street ball. But he plays good defense. I love his attitude. He's just an idiot. Yeah, I remember he went up. He could have been a Swaggy P award for a season type guy. Dude, he went up for a layup one game, and then like did like a cradle like. You're like jumping into a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and then like his legs hit someone's shoulders, and he just like falls backwards and hits his head on the floor, and everyone's like, "What the fuck was he doing?" Like, <laughs> he like threw the ball over the backboard, <laughs> like Javale McGee style. Yeah, Javale. Yeah, shacked in a fool out there. But I, uh, I'm gonna go with Sean Livingston, man. Yeah. See, so this is this is why I didn't do comeback player of the year because I was like. We could talk about it as a runner-up for Most Improved because it's probably Sean Livingston. But it's more of, hey, you're finally healthy and you're playing. Right, you're yeah, ready. yeah, yeah. I just like seeing Sean come back this year and play as well as he did. Yeah, it's, it's to great. that devastating injury. So uh, I give it to him just so we can have some hardware. So did Bush and Elver play a Peoria team ever? or they were way We too always played a, we played a Peoria team, but not his team. <laughs> like a private school that's smaller? He played for like, a double A school. Uh huh. I think now they have four A, but mm-hmm. he was good. Yeah, I think was... one of my buddies played against him in AAU ball, but and got crushed because Sean Livingston. Oh, was I'm sure. He, awesome. I'm sure he dunked on him. Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> Although he had no, he had no meat on him at all. Like he was a skinny little dude. He wasn't like already a man or anything. He was just long he was, and he was skinny. He was just like six five and six eight, I think. And he had handles. Back then? He was 6'8"? Well, he was 6'8", his senior year, yeah. by the time he graduated. And a point guard. I mean, that's magic. And he had, that's like, magic he had like LeBron vision. Yeah. He was a stud. Uh, what was I going to say? So Lance is uh, becoming a free agent. And he's only going to be 25. Or something like that. 24, 25. Lance. Is someone going to pay him way too much money? Is it? Is it going to be like just short of max type money? I hope not. I think somebody is. You know who I think should? The Charlotte Bobcats. Well, I don't know if he's worth it, but... He's probably not worth it, but like, if you get Al Jefferson and then Lance Stevenson, at least he has someone handling the ball. Campbell's pretty good, but he's not great. MKG's just not the answer. He's going to be a Tony Allen type. He He can't shoot the ball at all. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he'll... Maybe we'll stay with the Pacers. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, if someone offer, the Pacers can't offer him that much money. Yeah, well, somebody yeah, he can, might. Somebody can blow them out. He should probably just take a pay cut and stay with the Pacers. I yeah. wouldn't play with the Bobcats. Hey, they made the playoffs. Jordan's killing that team still. <laughs> They're pretty good. I mean, uh, like I said, Al Jefferson probably had his best year as a, as a pro on that team. Yeah, they're having the best year, but... The the one year Jordan decides to try to make the playoffs is the year that the lottery is going to be stacked with players. <laughs> well, was it wasn't him? Like uh, they hired a GM. Apparently, he's out of all. Like he's not allowed. 
Oh, he's not allowed to make player decisions? Yeah. Well, that's good. Kind of ousted about Apparently it. he only picks up players that he can beat in one-on-one still. <laughs> he's like, look, beat him in one-on-one. Suck it, Corey Benjamin. Um, so what would be defensive player of the year? And I have the one, the only, Joe Kim Noah. Can guard one through five. Dominates each position. No, but I love him. Uh, I think he's the best pick and roll defender in the league. He just doesn't make a mistake on the decision on what to do, and he's able to get back. He has a he's a pretty good rim defender. He's not an excellent one. Um, he always, he never seems to be around for to get posterized. Like Taj seems in more of that position a lot of the time, and I don't know if it's he's like oh I can't contest it and it just as a smart thing and I'm not going to foul. Or, or I think that's a lot of it. I think Noah's more mature and he doesn't want to go and try to block every dunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, also, some of it could be like. Todd is fearless. And he's, he's probably more worried about getting fouls. And a lot of the times they're trying to pick and roll with their big man, that center that uh, Noah's guarding. Because Noah's usually guarding the better big. Right. So Todd so is he's always, out to help he's always chasing and, and Taj is on the backside. Noah's rarely like at the hoop. That is, it's interesting. Yeah, Taj is involved. Yeah, we just saw it. We just saw some, just like it. Uh, Gerald Henderson just went up for a dunk, and Noah Noah could have probably made a dumb foul there, but he just kind of said, "Stay God. on the ground." Look at McRoberts. Josh McBabs had a really uh, good year this year. He's got like a crazy like four to one assist to turnover ratio. This is another one of those Duke matchups. You got two for. And you said there wasn't going to be enough Duke players in the NBA to make two teams. Josh McBob, both the Plumleys. I hated McRoberts. He's he's a better pro than he's a college player, probably. He was a punk. Punk. Gerald Henderson, he's a dookie, right? Yep, he'll always be known for giving uh, Hansborough that bloody nose, <laughs> where he basically, he didn't even go for the ball and just sent a forearm right to his nose on a dunk and Have you ever everywhere. disliked a basketball player more than Tyler Hansborough? No. Well, no. Because he, he's really a punk. In he college, is a punk. College and pros. He was wondering why everyone used to hit him, like try to hurt him, because everyone hated him. It's probably because you're a little punk bitch. And he was so good that he just beat up on Duke for four years. Yep. But I also I hated Big Baby when he played for LSU, because <laughs> he, uh, he knocked Duke out. And now you love Reddick's last year. So pissed. Now you love Glenn Davis. That fucking fat turd. <laughs> you love him more than Doc Rivers does. I hate him. Still hate him. Supposedly someone was like thinking that they might cut him before the playoffs. Which is dropping. Might have been on the Jalen uh Jalen and Bill playoff preview. They just Jaylen. started they started that on Monday, I don't know if you had. They haven't had time to look at it. I don't blame them. Oh, there's twelve <laughs> videos? Yeah. Uh, no, it's three a day. So there's nine. Oh, videos. okay. So there will be twelve eventually. There'll there'll be fifteen, I think. Oh, it's the whole week. Oh, okay. the whole week. Yeah. All right. So where are we? Defense Player of the Year. Did you uh, give your pick? Joakim. Joakim, excellent. Now, I do get annoyed that it's always a big man for this because they kind of overrate blocks. Like, Paul George probably should have won it last year, I thought. And LeBron probably should have won it by now. Yeah, LeBron's, he's obviously a great defender. 
he has to guard he, every he, position. The, th- the thing is, he turns it on. Like he can't, you can't, he can't do it every game because he has to carry the offense and and the defense if he's. Yeah, he's it been on. looking towards the playoffs pretty much the whole year. And so. and for some reason, Spolster's like, "We'll rest Heat, we'll or we'll rest Wade, and we'll rest Bosch." But LeBron, go out there play forty minutes a game every night. Dude, LeBron's a warrior, man. Yep. You can't you can't keep going. But he's, he'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually they just need to start thinking. All right, just because he's an amazing athlete doesn't mean we should try to wear him out every single night. Yeah, I think starting next year they get to really start worrying about keeping him healthy the rest of his career. Because if he resigns with the Heat. They're going to have him for five years, so better take yep. care of him. Absolutely. So now we're to MVP, and I originally had this filled in with LeBron, and then I looked into the more of the stats. Durant's got three more win shares overall in this season, higher win shares per 48, and I, I just couldn't reject it anymore. Durant just had an amazing season. I couldn't. It seems wrong because I still think LeBron's the better player, but he hasn't had the better season. Right. If this was the best player award, then, yeah, I'd give it to LeBron, but there's no way you can go to anyone but Kevin Durant. It should be unanimous, really. He had, had 50 straight season. games where he scored over, where he averaged 35 points a game. Yes. He's just been on fire this year. He carried that team without Westbrook. Yep. Just... Now, are you wor- more worried about OKC this year than you were two years ago? Oh, yeah, definitely. Even without Harden? Yes. Because Harden didn't do anything last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. like Bill Simmons still goes on about how the Harden trade was the worst thing ever. Like they, He wouldn't be on the team this year. He, he would have been up. And there's no way they could have fit a max contract in. Well, they, they, they rid of him. oh my! They may have had him last year, and they may have won a championship last year, but they he wouldn't be here this year. Well, he would have had to have been here. I think they they would have found a way to keep three people, but uh, I don't know. I think that, I don't think they should let Harden. Well, go the either. thing is, they are, they before the trade, they already signed Ibaka to his larger deal. Yeah, so, they would have had to ship Ibaka out of there. Right. So, I guess now, what, I do you want three guards? Or I don't know if he's is he worth the value that he has. Harden's awesome. No, Abaka. Like the so amount Ibaka, of money though. they ca- gave him is that enough? Abaka's good too. To trade him. I don't know. Either way, they're set for a long time. They're going to be great the next six years. All right. Yep. So that's pretty much that. So uh, I did an all defensive team. I don't know if uh, I don't think I sent it to you at all. I don't know if you did one. Yeah, I got. It. Okay. Um, this is actually my favorite team. I'd rather play with this team um, than probably my first team overall, which seems weird to say, but I like the makeup of my team better. Um, so uh, at, at the guards, I have Russell Westbrook and the eighth grader, Lance Stevenson. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I think Russell Westbrook is the best point guard defender. Chris Paul has, like, the steel stats and that stuff like that, but I'm sure every player goes out, like, I'd rather play Chris Paul. Because Chris Paul is the kind of guy who, like, that asshole in pickup who lets you go by and just tries to steal it from behind, just tries to tap the ball away. 
he gambles. He's a nobody, Rondo gambler. Nobody pisses other players off like Chris Paul. Yes, this is true. He is like a third grader out there picking fights when the refs aren't looking, and then and then as soon as the ref looks, he'll oh, turn oh. around. Oh, not me. Yes. But you hate him not because of his defense, just because he's... And, uh, he is a great player. defender, though, too. I got Chris Paul on my team. I think he's the first guard on the list. Yeah? Do you have, do you have Russell? He's a game-changer. And Russell, Russell, I'll, Russell. I'll go Russell. I had a really tough time with the guards. but um, Because there was too many? Or Russell is definitely the only point guard that can guard every other point guard in the league. Yeah. He can give Paul problems. He can give Derrick Rose problems. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Russell Westbrook is... He's going to give Tony Parker a lot of problems, which is why yeah. they'll be favored against I think Tony Parker doesn't care what Chris Paul does. He's just like, I'm French. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> and just fucking dribbles by him, gets to his spot, <laughs> makes his pass, and he's done. Like, I don't think he. I don't think he cares about Chris Paul, but Russell Westbrook is all over. Like he, he's so. You think fast. you have a clear pa- passing lane? And he's there. He's a, he's somehow he's a more explosive Derrick Rose. Yes, which is that's saying something. Uh huh. I'd absolutely agree. So who's your other guard? Yeah. Oh, you lost your. I'll team. go Russell, yeah, Russell Chris and, Paul and Chris Paul. So you don't like my Lance Stevenson pick? I just he's don't like Lance. People's shit. <laughs> He's like Chris Paul, except like a better defender. I, I almost went uh, Jimmy I put G buckets. Stevenson, and I put him in the same category as Ron Artest. So here I, I kind of did what I couldn't do in the first team. I wanted a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward type thing. Okay. So, so who do you have for your forwards? I have Paul George and the King, LeBron James. So even though he doesn't really play defense during the regular season, you have the king, <laughs> and you're all defense. Well, because when he needs to, like when they when they play yeah, big but games, the NBA is this season award. Why? And even like, team? well, because he does have to. He plays. If you watch that Clippers game a few weeks back, uh-huh. he basically guarded every player on the floor against the Clippers. He was guarding Chris right. Paul. He was guarding DeAndre Jordan, and he does this every once in a while. Not every game, he doesn't have to guard every player, but. Yeah. Occasionally, I just think he's, at least the last two minutes he has to put out game. enough effort all year. Yeah. Where I think he deserves to be on this team, yeah. defensive player of the year. He's not going to beat out a guy like Joakim who, who just right. has an endless motor all the time. But so my forwards are Paul George, and then uh, I am split between Gibson and Abaka, and I ended up giving it to Abaka because he starts. And Gibson doesn't basically. Um, I don't love Abaka's defense because he's kind of a. I'll get I'll get to the guy eventually and block him, type guy. He's not. I don't think he's as sound as Taj Gibson is one on one, where he stays in front of his man. I think he can be beat on that. But he is a real shot blocker, and it can it yeah. affects people's shots. And I'm guessing we both had the same center since we both had a defense player of the year. Joaquin. Joaquin Noah. So I really like, I would, I would go to battle with this team. Now they can't score buckets. <laughs> but Russell, Lance Stevenson, Paul George, Abaka, Noah. See, I think if you, if, 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 you, if you paired up Paul George, LeBron James, and Joaquin Noah on a team, uh-huh. you would never score. The other team would never score? Right. That'd be unstoppable. 
But those, like, guys, what a, those guys be all up in your shit happen if all they the time. Grizzly, the Grizzlies. They crush them. Like, would they just kind of go zone and say, Noah, take one of them whenever they post up? <laughs> well, Noah can hold his own. Noah's, he's like Rodman. No, but I'm just saying, he like, can hold his own against who's going to guard the other guy with Randolph on one block and Gasol on the other? Yeah, LeBron can guard him. Or they'll just pick up a veteran minimum contract. Or well, yeah. Pick up Odin and let him get See, beat like, up for a while. Paul George or LeBron are technically playing the two, I'm fine with it, like. See if say say if Taj Gibson's starting because you don't need offense. That's what Paul I'm saying. Yeah, Paul George on the wings. Basically, they just shut down everything yes. on the wings. Like they would lock everyone down. The perimeter defense would be. You could even, even swap Noah for like Hibbert, and it'd still be a huge problem for teams. Yeah, but I like Noah because pick and roll defense is just so much easier. Yeah, Noah's crazy. You could you could switch with Paul George and LeBron, and like a switch is fine with the big man. We should have an all defensive. Annoy the shit out of you, team. <laughs> and then we could put who Chris, makes you, who makes you team Chris Paul, Lance Stevenson, Joakim Noah. If it's if they're playing the Clippers, now is it me watching them playing defense? If they're playing the Boozer, <laughs> Amari Stoudemire, <laughs> J.R. Smith, Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> if they're playing the Clippers, then you throw Randolph in there because somehow he gets in a fight every time he's on the floor. Blake Griffin. Because he gets in a fight somehow every time. But he always gets in fights when he has the ball. I really wish, I don't I wish they would get matched up again, but they're not. Who? The Grizzlies and the Clippers like oh, last year. Yeah. That was great. Oh, tie game. Last shot. Kemba. Kobe. Wow. We're not supposed to play overtime in the last game of the year. Jimmy G Buckets on the defense right there. Tibbs. The G stands for He's yes. going to play these guys 60 minutes. <laughs> For the playoffs. We're getting this win. Ha ha ha. Have you seen the Tibbs uh, laughter? The <laughs> they, just showed, they just showed a replay of uh, Jason Kidd when he asked his player to hit him and spill ice on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that, should have, that was... There should be a category for that in the that was worst, worst uh, play of the year goes to a coach. Yeah. So do you have a biggest surprise team for this year? Uh, I think the Phoenix Suns probably surprised a lot of people. I'm sad they're not going to make the playoffs, but I don't think anyone forty-eight games or whatever. I don't think anyone expected Dragic to have a beast career or season like he had. Yep. Do you think they keep Eric Bledsoe? They probably should. I don't know if they will. Well, he'd have to be two guard, right? Yeah, but he can't shoot. That becomes an issue, right? At some point. Yeah, actually, they'll probably get rid of him. We'll see. Yeah, they'll, they'll get rid of him. I'm good either way. It's going to be hard for them to compete in the West anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they had a great year. They'll regardless. get mellow. 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 Uh, yeah, actually, the surprise of the year, I think the Knicks were in a surprisingly embarrassing, more embarrassing than usual. I've been a Knicks fan that they wouldn't make the playoffs this year. Really? Yeah. So I am not surprised at all because I thought they were crap. They are crap, but but it also is because the East is so bad Knicks. that when you don't make the playoffs in the East, you when are the Charlotte a terrible Bobcats team. Are twelve games ahead of you? When Michael Jordan puts a team ahead of yours, <laughs> you're bad. When Michael Jordan is not on the court and his team is ahead of yours, <laughs> there is an issue above. Um, 
So, it's the biggest surprise. Uh, I don't know. I guess Phoenix kind of has to be. And my biggest disappointment, though, and you had the Knicks as your disappointment, would probably be the Suns for me. Because I got, or not the Suns, the Timberwolves. I thought they were going to make the playoffs this year. I used to be a huge Kevin Love fan. Um, so when the Bulls were supposed to get like a 12, 12 pick in the Derrick Rose draft, I, like I was trying to push it. I was like telling my friends like, yeah, we need to get Kevin Love. He'll be an awesome player in the league. And they're all like, you don't draft white people in the NBA. <laughs> Great I was point. Like, and I started listening. And they're like, they're Europeans. Doesn't count. I was like, no. Kevin Love's going to rebound the ball. And the worst, he's going to average double-digit rebounds. And, and be a good outlet passer and start your fast break. At best, he's going to be hitting threes for you. So, he actually... He's been, he's been great, except he doesn't win. Derrick Rose won an MVP, but at least Kevin Love plays every year. Yeah, but his team's never been to the playoffs. It's true. And Derrick Rose's team was led the league twice in wins. Could be the coach. Tibbs? Well, is he on his third coach or only his second coach? I don't know. I think he just needs to get out of... I don't know why he signed that contract to go back there. Well, he hates it. He it's, it's because of the beautiful winter Minnesota weather. He's all obviously money hungry. Or else you <laughs> don't sign with the Timberwolves. Well, I mean, he's not. he wasn't devoid of his injuries because he, he was only playing like 40... 50 games a year for a couple of years, so he always had lingering issue, yeah, injuries like with, with fingers, and he didn't have the big Derrick Rose injuries. They need to hook him up with Kyrie Irving, so it could be like the Pepsi Max commercials. <laughs> Get them buckets. So I actually exported all the uh, advanced defensive uh, advanced ratings from Basketball Reference for all the players, and I was like. Filtering things and somehow, uh, Carlos Boozer has a 99 defensive rating, which is best among or second, top for best among power forwards. And then they made me realize it's more about team and scheme because number one's David West, who's a fine defender. He gets in people's way, but he's not, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, and then Luis Scola. Scola. Also on the Pacers. So basically, he's just on the team with Hibbert. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, it definitely has a lot to do with their scheme. Right. The Bulls, they could plug almost anybody in and be a good defense. Right. I, I absolutely agree. And because um, Tibbs will... Tibbs dust. He will bench you if you don't play defense. Absolutely. That's why Jimmer doesn't get any time. He should bring Jimmer in, Jimmer in right now. So they should. Uh, the Bulls should hire Dan Tony for like... Uh, no. An assistant no. offensive coordinator. No. Get that. Hey, Keep that guy away. Don't put him at head coach, but he might be able to generate more offense on the Bulls. So I also tried to sneak Al Jefferson in here for my defensive team because I was looking at this list and Al Jefferson is fourth or not tied for the people, the fourth guy, the first guy not tied for um, first place. But there's no other Charlotte guy like, around in any of it. So I was like, how does he have a good defensive rating when I don't think Charlotte's a very good defensive team? He plays all those minutes. No. They don't have other good defenders. Charlotte gave up like six 50-point games this year. Yes. To like every good scorer in the league, pretty oh, much. Absolutely. 
And so I was like, is it? Is there something to it? Because he has the same defensive rating as Tasha. Almost for you because they don't ever get into the lane. They just bomb threes against Charlotte. <laughs> like LeBron hit yeah. like 10 threes. So that just shocked me because there's nobody else that was near it except for, um, what's his name? Bismack Biombo was also pretty high up there, but he's only played. He, he got hurt. This? In the this is Cassidy Hubbard. Cassidy is a nice name. Fan of the podcast, I assume. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I tweeted her. She tweets back. <laughs> she she DM'd me some things. Thank you, Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's fun. I love playing with spreadsheets. Is that a, is that a weird thing? Big data. Big data. Uh, I meant to, to start this by offensive. So they have all defense. Should we make? They should make an all offense team. But that's basically what all NBA is. Did but you see the Habers Trophies awards? No. Let me see if do I can want, pull that up. Do you want to talk about that? Well, he. Uh, We're doing two this week, so we can uh, we can make this one a little shorter. We're at fifty or so minutes. Okay, yeah, I have to find it. It's kind of interesting though. We can look at that next week, probably. But um, he he well, looks talking at, about well, uh, we want to meet on Friday and just do our normal playoff preview. We'll walk through our brackets and talk about each series. That'll probably be fifty minutes to an hour too, so it'll be two hours podcast instead of an hour and a half for this week. Yeah, but uh, basically he looks at the sports VU data or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, he like gives away a bunch of trophies that. Awards um, based on like the data he's looking at. It's a lot of interesting data, but um, yeah, we can. So is this a Haberstroh or whatever from Chew Hoop? Yep. Now, if we really wanted to do research, we would have done like Dunk of the Year and stuff like that. Now I'm looking at these highlights. Yeah, it'd be nice if we had. uh, Instead, we only do Swaggy P awards. A YouTube podcast where we could show videos (laughs) during it. (laughs) We had to. We'd have to invest in some infrastructure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's down the road. Yes. John Wall with the most passes per game. Oh, wait, no. It's not saying. Who do you think has the most passes per game? I don't know. Number one, Kemba. Kemba Walker from Charlotte Hawks. I would or Charlotte Bobcats. I would have never expected Kemba. That game. must have been an overtime game. Number two, makes more sense, Rondo. Rondo! Great John. I haven't heard anything from him this year. Well, he only played like the last 30 games. He only shows up when it's televised, so that's a problem for him. Well, I think they tell You mean nationally televised? Yeah. Not just nationally. televised in, in general. Well, yeah. When he's, when he's playing the Heat, he'll drop triple doubles all day in the playoffs, but against everyone else, he's just average. That's like uh, national TV Heinrich. I don't know if you ever heard of this phenomenon. Oh, like, he averages, like, 14, uh, 14 points on, like, 60% shooting and, like, two threes a game on 50% three-point shooting. Like, no turnovers and, like, six assists. Like he, But, like, all other games, he's just not good. He only turns it on for national TV. And not, like, Rondo numbers. Just, like, I'm a good point guard. <laughs> good yeah. for him. Pets per game, what was it? So, Kemba... Rajon, Chris Paul, John Wall, Ricky Rubio, Kyle Lowry. Kyle, Kyle Lowry could have been in a running for most improved. Yeah, Kyle, he's had a good year. Mm-hmm. 
I like Kyle. So then, Villanova. right below Kyle Lowry is Josh McRoberts, then Joe Kim Noah. Two big men. Josh McRoberts is one of the... He gets the award for one of the Haberstroh trophies. Oh, yeah? For passing. He's the most generous player. He passes the ball like 87% of the time or something. <laughs> I don't want it. He won't shoot it. Free throw assists per game, secondary assists. And Clay Thompson only passes the ball like forty-seven yeah. so percent. I, I, I understand what, he, what he's saying. So, like, assist opportunities per game. Everyone else above him is like fourteen and above. He's at seven. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically means like I'm just passing the ball. I'm not trying to get an assist. I'm just passing it. He's changed a lot since Duke. Mm-hmm. He would fire up everything at Duke. Well, he plays on the perimeter now. Like he gets the ball at the three-point line. He doesn't get. Yeah, that's not his. That's not his jam. He's like the white DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> uh, except he doesn't dunk. Well, that's, that's what he was in college. Yeah. Just let me get above the rim and try to dunk on you. Mm-hmm. I see it. I seize it. Yeah. So I suggest everyone go to NBA.com. They have all sorts of cool stats to look at. Um, you may not know what they mean, but that's not the point. At least it's numbers. Um so I'm good for today. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. Nope. Still we waiting do. on... We'll talk about it on Friday. Still waiting on the Jabari decision. Oh, yeah? We should have that by Friday. You think so? He was... When's, well, the, when's the deadline? They said it was going to happen today, but uh, apparently that was another lie from the media. And uh, I think Duke had their postseason awards today, so they said he's not going to overshadow the awards. Yeah. So... Maybe, maybe nice, tomorrow. He, he's such a nice Mormon boy. He met with Coach K yesterday, so he should know what he's doing by now. I mean, what his agent needs to do is just like Snapchat him some normal NBA hoes. <laughs> be like, do they have these at Duke? Yes, so. we have a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A porn star. She, but I'm just by sheer numbers, he's better off. Well, they better not throw in Kobe's Colorado tart in that mix because that'll scare him from going back to second year. <laughs> <laughs> well, like if someone plays that, the guy will just be like, hey, Mark Sanchez got convicted of rape at Colorado, so get out. Get out of school so you can pay for that lawsuit. Get out. Get out. You got to. He'll be back. All right, so we'll see you all on Friday, and we'll, talk, we'll walk you through the playoffs. All right. Peace out, bitches. See you.